In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust. As the Republic of Mentalists, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Minkari, and this is Mentalist Radio. And tonight, we're going to be discussing prayer. What does it really mean when prayer for something, when you pray for something and it comes true, and you get what you want? due to your prayers. Subtransmission. Subtransmission. Subtransmission is beneath the real transmission that is moving throughout this planet. How subtransmission becomes subtransmission from the main transmission it goes through is when it starts to get parceled out to so many people, when that transmission goes to so many people on the planet, it starts a sub-transmission, meaning that the power and the potency of the transmission that continuously comes in my way of solar projection starts to break up and, you know, go into different people's minds. It gives you this mental power and brain power, some functioning on a higher mental power, some functioning on a lower, just just a, working off of a brain, uh, working off of a brain um, stimulant or brain stimulation, right? And what is the thing that stimulates this three-dimensional realm? People, place, and possession, money, uh, material things. That's what stimulates this. So if you got so many people out here who acknowledge those things as power, as something to want for, desire for, you know, something to aspire to, if you got so many people wanting that, and these things can be manipulated. You can manipulate the energy, the power that's transmitting through the air to get those things. You can do that through prayer. That's how these coons always say in the church, the preacher, anything's possible through prayer, right? You ask for something long enough, you're sending out a transmission, a sub-transmission, but you're sending out a sub-transmission along with everybody else. And ever so often, that sub-transmission pulls back what it is that you want. But as what's that saying? It goes, be careful of what you ask for because you just might get it. Be careful. Because along with that sub-transmission, along with what rides on that sub-transmission is positive things and negative things. And I told you they both go hand in hand. Positive and negative go both hand in hand. That's why we are not, as mentalists, we are not on the positive side and we're not on the negative side. We are just straight neutral and necessary down the middle. Just keep moving, you see, because these people who pull who pull from that, that pool of sub-transmission, that sub-reception that's coming in, that is divided amongst the people on the planet who receive and pull in that um, transmission, that sub-transmission, that make it sub-transmission just by their petty sub-mental thoughts, their low-natured things and whatnot. Like I said, this is all spread out. And you can eventually pull that to you. These things on a lower level, you can pull to you because the things these people pray for are really nothing. They pray for nothing. And the three-dimensional realm is really ground zero, the place of nothing. People, place, and possession is nothing. It's the power behind the people, place, and possession that is what the transmission really is. And only those who are of that power can recognize that, can receive that. So they don't pray 
desire for these things. I'm not again. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having nice things, but anytime you claim to believe in a Most High or a God or a Supreme Being or Creator, and all you can do is ask for a car, a house, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, or you know some some you hope for your kids do good, and you hope for peace and clarity in your life. These are things that are easily attainable. All you got to do is stop messing around with the wrong people, clear a lot of these wrong people out of your life. There's really nothing to prey on because you Negroes love to prey on it. In other words, you love to beg for something. You love to send your request like you like it's a goddamn uh, radio station. You send your request out to your God, and your God is like a DJ who, you know, basically play your request, play what you want, play it out for you, that low-natured you, you see. Because you desire these things, and when you desire something enough, if you are wholeheartedly connected to that, then eventually on some level you will get that. You will get what you want on some level because that uh, uh, the power of magnetism, the pure power of magnetism is real in the fourth dimension, the upper dimension, and on the sub-transmission, on the sub-mental transmission of the third dimension. It's real. Magnetism is real. We all carry that power of magnetism on some level. Some on a lower level, some on a higher level. Some, like I said, on the lower level, you keep wondering why you attract the same low life type of people to you, guys, girls, whatever. It's because you got that magnetic ability on some level to attract those kind of people. You bring those people into your life no matter what. And you judge good and bad based on the behavior of these people because, like I said, in your mindset in your mindset of good and bad, God and the devil, good and evil, you are in between both and you prey on that. You prey on good and evil, positive and negative. You pray for positive outcomes because you fear negative ones. So you are bounced like a ball between the two, positive and negative. That's a form of sub transmission. You see? Because real transmission is direct. Real transmission is direct. Like I give you all this transmission, there's no positives in this, there's no negatives in it. There's only reality in this, and y'all receive it very well. You see, so much so that we don't look to the things of this world. We don't pray for things. We don't pray. Period. But we don't look to the things of this world. We don't want to utilize our magnetic capability. We want to build up our magnetic capability as mentalists, our mental magnetic capability in order to receive from the fourth dimension. So how I look sitting up here praying for a damn car, how I look sitting up here praying for some woman, how I look sitting up here praying for a house or a bunch of money, I can get that without prayer. You, If you guys need to pray to a higher power to get material things, that shows just how much of a loser you are. That shows how much of a loser you are. You see? And I said, and I'm going to get on you Israelites for a second, too. You guys said in the kingdom, you guys said, and I got to quote you Israelites, you guys said in the kingdom, you're going to have women and you're going to have fine houses and cars and women and this, that, and the third, and the best women and young, and, and you're going to have as many women as you want, and you're going to have all kinds of land and property and gold and all this other stuff. You sound like a bunch of Christians who praying for material possessions. That's what you guys sound like. Only you don't pray for it, you wait for it. You wait for it in the next world, the here to come, which really y'all trying to describe the fourth dimension, but you guys are so off mentally. You guys are so trapped in this three-dimensional realm that in your mind, 
what translates or trans translates in this time frame, in this three dimensional time frame, you think is going to transform, translate into the fourth, and it's not. It's not. These things are not seen as valuable. People, place, and possession are only seen as um, tools to be utilized by the powers that be. The same way the so-called white man utilized you Negroes, he utilized you sports Negroes, you acting Negroes. He utilized you all. Y'all nothing but tools to be used by power. This is why the so-called white man tries to be, always trying to be God. He'll try and utilize people, place, and possession as tools. But but what they don't know is the almond, the almond, they ultimately ultimately utilize everything, even the so-called white man. They utilize everything. Our ascendants utilize everything as a form of power. We don't look to the people, place, and possession of things of this world, man, because these things come and go. The power, the pure power is what we after. The pure power is in the coming together of our people. What did the white man say? Divided we stand, united we stand, divided we fall. You can only stand by way of power. And you fall when you don't have it, when y'all not together. So we value our unification, our unity, our community. This is what we value. All that other stuff you can get over time. That ain't nothing to get. You can get that over time. You won't get that if you're together collectively. This is why I said people don't value the real things that are real transmissions, that are real shows of power to the most high, and that is collectivism, our people coming together. Collectivism is the true sign of power from on high, from the almond, our ability to collectively come together. We don't worry about none of this stuff out here. We're going to get the material stuff. That's nothing. You see, we don't need them things. We like those things. We want those things. Nothing wrong with liking things and wanting things, having nice things, but we don't need these things. What we need is the power. Ultimately, ultimately, that's what we need. We need the power. We need the mental power. We need the telepathy, the psychometry, the clairvoyance, the intuition. You don't hear nobody else asking about that now, do you? You ain't seeing nobody else praying on that, do you? You seeing these niggas praying on getting a car, getting a house, prosperity, preaching, prosperity, pimping, I mean preaching, and all that. That's what they praying on. They praying on material things. Hmm? They praying on things that mankind gets every day. It's nothing to mankind. They pray on things that's just regular for the white man to get. Money, cars, clothes, all the material. That's why he's able to control you and get you to do anything for it because you worship those things. That's why he can just buy you Negroes, get you all to put on dresses and do all the stuff you do and degrade yourself as men, you see, or get you women to sell yourself and be whores and sluts, fam, because you worship these things. You worship cars, clothes, jewelry, all types of material things. You worship that. Can't eat it. Can't, ain't going to buy no buy you no more time on earth. It just makes you happy for the time being, for the moment. It just makes you happy. Makes you feel as though you've accomplished things by the material possessions that you have acquired. But you really have acquired nothing because those things will be taken away from you. Those things get old. They fade away. Over time, you don't even care about it no more. You're giving it away to somebody. So all that prayer you did, that car for that new car, that new Mercedes, that BMW that's going to get old, that might get destroyed, messed up, and you won't want another one. You see? That's sub-transmission. And like I said, if you are a magnet for sub-mental and sub-transmissive things, then it will come to you over time. Eventually, it will make it to its way to you. So eventually your prayers will be answered because, like I said, these are the things, these material things are objects that are 
for the utilization of the people. And so many people want them. So many people hope for that new Mercedes, that new BMW, that new whatever. So many people hope for all that money in the bank, jewelry, clothes, and all this stuff, that, uh, that nice household. So many people hoping for that. <laughs> so what makes that special, being that so many people want that? What makes that special? How many people want mental power? How many people want telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, and levitation? How many people want that? Uh, n- none. Because I guarantee you, if you ask the average person, would you rather have mental powers or would you rather have the riches of this world? The average person will say the riches of this world, especially you so-called black people. Tell me I'm wrong. You Negroes forego having all the mental power in the world for some goddamn car. You will forego having all kinds of mental power where you can control the damn planet and everybody on it of, uh, potentially for a car, for, for some clothes, for some jewelry. For a house, you see, you you'll forego all that for that. So again, that puts you in alignment with that sub mental transmission. And like I said, the church is nothing but sub sub mental transmission, and the church ain't nothing but sub mental transmission, and religion is nothing but sub mental transmission. They keep talking about some heaven and some most high and some God. They don't believe in none of that. They full of crap. They don't believe in none of that. Their God is who they create in their mind. That's who God is. God is whoever they create in their mind. In other words, these niggas are thugs and, you know, whatever, and are they homos or whatever, whatever they into, then, of course, God is, a, God, God is gay or God is cool with homosexuals or God is this or the woman, oh, you know, I'm liberated. And this, oh, my God is okay with me being liberated and talking crazy to men and not having them. My God is okay with that. The, gay, uh, the thug in the hood. My God is cool with me being a gangbang and a thug. God. You see, these people, just like the so-called white, they create God in their image and after they like. You see, so of course the God in their mind, the God in their mind is uh, 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 cares about gold and silver and, and, and uh, 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 cars and, and houses and paper money. In their mind, the God in their mind cares about that. No, you care about that. That's what you desire because you're working off of a sub-mental transmission. You're working off of a sub-transmission that the world works off of. You're pulling in the frequency of the world, the low frequency of this world. That's what you're pulling in when you're praying. Look how many people pray every day. What do they do? They get on their knees sometimes. They fold their hands. They close their eyes as if they're begging. And, and, and you can look at it. When you close in your, you close in your eyes and you're on your knees and putting your hands together, does that not look like you begging? Does it not look like you in submission, that you've been broken, that you're begging this unseen God for some material relief? Does that not – is that not what it looks like? Well, if that's what it looks like, you know why it looks like that? Because that's really what it is. That's really what it is. You are put in submission to your so-called God that was given to you by man to pray and get to get you to believe that your God uh, in order to show his love for you, we're going to, going to give you some material stuff, some material nonsense or whatever the case, a bunch of you know, women or well, men or whatever the hell y'all at for within this, this realm of people, place, and possession. Even in their description of heaven, when these people are describing heaven, they're still talking about this material stuff. They still on this, yeah, when we get to heaven, it's going to be the land of milk and honey. We're going to have women. We're going to have all the nice things. We ain't got to work no more. We ain't got to do nothing. That's their mentality. 
This is their mentality. And why is that? Because, again, it's a sub-transmission. I told you everything is transmission, all thought. Low-level thought to upper mental thought is all transmission, all of it. But how you say the higher up, like you say in the mountains, the higher up you go, the thinner the air gets and the less people can maneuver at that level. They can't maneuver the higher up you go mentally. You see it's the people start to drop off. When you start to raise your thoughts on a higher level, when you get out of people, place, and possession, look how many people fall to the wayside. Look how many people fall to the wayside when you're not thinking about people, place, and possession. You're looking beyond that. You see? You know why? Because, like I said, that realm, as you're starting to go up mentally, that realm represents Amun. That realm represents the Amun and their extension into the future. And only a chosen few are going to be having access to that. Only a chosen few. And you're not going to be asking for no damn Mercedes or no, or no. Uh, can I have a good man in my life, a good woman in my life, or can I have some uh, clothes and some jewelry? No, they ain't going to be asking for that. Or, or a mansion. Like you simple ass Negroes gonna talk about well newbie, you you saying you helping the people, but why where your mansion at? See, there's nothing that's the that's the submental and the simple minded. You see, that that's why I said there's gonna have to be a separation, upper mental beings from the submental beings. That's where the separation gonna have to come within the so called black race. The bright from the the bright from the black. The bright from the black, the upper mental beings separate from the submental black ones. See that's where the that's where the that's where the dividing rod's gonna have to be, man. That's gonna be the dividing rod. Right there. Mentally, that's gonna be the dividing rod. These people who wanna still sit up in church and, you know, pray for material things, yet they wanna act like they so holy and spiritual and on some next level, but everything you ask for is material stuff. Everything you you so holy and you have a relationship with this God on a higher level, but everything you ask for is Material stuff. Everything you ask is God for is material stuff. You see, if you were truly connected to the Most High, to the Lord, as you say, then you would be doing as we doing in the Republican mental like, And We are asking for mental power. We're asking for mental power, mental clarity, mental tele- telepathy, all these are things that we are accessing and co- connecting into. This is what we're asking for. This is the true power right here, not that other garbage, not that garbage that you so-called black people want. You want to stuff your house with material possessions because you're so in love with shopping. You want to stuff your house with all kind of nonsense. Create damn, create damn hoarding factories for your places of, of where you're supposed to be living and enjoying yourself. You can't even walk around because you're hoarding because you're on that low vibration of wanting to be hoarding and and, and that submental blessings. You see, that submental blessing. That basically keeps you in a rotation to nowhere. Where does it stop? Where does it stop? Again, am I saying anything wrong with having nice things? No, I'm not. Not at all. But we don't pray for these things. We don't get on our knees. We don't go down on the buff. We don't beg. We don't ask no unseen thing to give us things we can get up off our damn knee, off our damn knees for and get ourselves, man. And like I said, that's not even the ultimate goal of being here. Like I said, the things we utilize as we're going through here, I'm talking about you who are of the Republican mental, like you are of the elect. The things that we utilize here, nice things, things that we need, phones, cars, houses, do whatever we need, 
clothing, whatever. These are things we we just utilizing as we moving as we moving on that. We just passing through utilizing these things. We ain't getting caught up in these things. We ain't tripping over these things. We ain't oh you know uh, uh, I got nah man we ain't, nah no no we are not a materialistic people. You see, we are not a materialistic people. The elect are not a materialistic people. You see. You can see within all these other people, they are driven by materialism. I don't care what they say now, what they what what tells you everything, they say, I won't do this because of this, I won't do this. Well, ask off them a million dollars. Off them a million dollars. Because what the white man say, everybody got their price. The so called white man says everybody got their price. And he right. Or at least he was right. Until the elect came on the scene. Like I said, I'm not moved by money at all. I'm not. I'm not moved by material things. I like nice things, but I'm not moved by it, really. It's just an, it's just a temporary amusement because our time here in this three-dimensional realm is temporary. We're supposed to be in motion, in movement to the fourth dimension. That's all we should be focusing on. That is the ultimate focus to be on, the power, the telepathy, the psychometry, the clairvoyance, the intuition, to have these high bowers to put the law and order forward into alignment as we are moving to bring Amun, the presence of Amun on earth. That's the only thing we're concerned with. We ain't concerned with nothing else, man. We're concerned only with strengthening ourselves mentally. We don't care about nobody outside that thing, man. We're not interested in any of the storylines that play out here, the episodes that play out here, or the things these people pray for. We're not interested in it because it's nothing but sub-transmission. It's nothing but sub-transmission that is meant to keep you stagnant mentally, that is meant to keep you uh, um, distracted, keep you distracted, you see, because you see all the types of people that go to church and the people that pray, what are they praying for? What are they really praying for? You already know what they're praying for. You already know what they want from their so-called quote-unquote God that they claim they believe in. I told you they don't believe in no God. They believe in they they believe in some God that's shaped in their own image, that understands them, that that's okay with them being the way they are. This is who they pray to, in their mind, and their delusional mind. This is who they pray to, and this is who delivers them the things they want. But it's not no it's not no on high unseen God. It's actually them. It's actually the magnetic power that these people have that everyone has on some level in some degree has that magnetic power that you can attract certain things to you if you focus on it long enough yes that is a power even if the humans have the humans got it from us the humans got it from us they have a bit of magnetic uh, 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 a magnetic pull they got a bit of that you see and we had a whole heap of that and again that's how you know that's really why they don't really they, – they didn't like – they know the mentality of the so-called black man, you know. They know he tends to be a player, uh, all this other stuff, and he tends to have – you know, certain black men, they tend to have charisma and things like that. So that is magnetic to women. That's magnetic to women, all races of women. And all these races of men hate the so-called black men. That's another reason they hate you so-called black men in society because they know you got magnetic pull over their women. They know that go for the white man, the Asian man, the East Indian man. They know that you got magnetic pull over their women. They know that you got charisma. They know that 
everything that's going on with you from your skin tone, your complexion, everything is popping with you, so-called black men and so-called black women. Everything is popping with you. You stand out more than these people do. So you already, by nature, got a magnetic pull and appeal to you. Like it, love it, or hate it. They, that's why, again, this is why you're really hated. Because they corny. They know y'all, they, y'all not corny. Y'all, y'all are magnetic people. Anything you do, whether it's singing, dancing, rapping, you know, uh, uh, artwork, whatever you do is popping on some level. You see? And I'm not saying you don't have talented people amongst the humans. Yeah, you got some talented people amongst the humans. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But we add color to everything. We add life to everything because life is color. Life is color. Life is not black and white. Life, black and white is existence. Black and white is existence. Life is color. I'm going to say it again. I want you to repeat after me. Black and white is existence. Life is color. See, that's why they had to stop calling us uh, 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 copper-colored people. You see, that was done uh, um, strategically. You see, that was done strategically. They stopped calling us copper-colored people and then eventually down to colored and then the black. Because, see, they realized that the color or the copper is like that uh, that magnetic pulsation, that pull that carries that charismatic connection to, that we have to what people have toward us. You see? So, again, that's how you know. You say that black and white is existence. Life is color. Life is living color. You see? Life is living color. Give you an example. Remember that show back in the nineties with Wayne and his brothers. What was the name of that show called? In Living Color. In Living Color, making reference to the all bronze cast. You know they had white boy Jim Carrey, but most and, and the white girl, whatever her name is, but they called it In Living Color because they did the sketch TV show that was way funnier than Saturday Night Live. They was putting up more numbers than Saturday Night Live. That's really why uh, um, In Living Color went off the air because they was putting up more numbers than Saturday Night Live. And Saturday Night Live is, you know, just basically some Caucasian-driven, you know, uh, uh, comedy show. Ain't nobody really checking for was nobody really checking for that. The only ones that brought life to uh, Saturday Night Live was Eddie Murphy. When Eddie Murphy came on, tell me life was brought into Saturday Night Live. You know, Garrett Morris, he did his little thing, but they really had barely had him in anything. But when Eddie Murphy was on there, he brought life to Saturday Night Live. People was watching Saturday Night Live, and I remember that. Eddie Murphy became a star from Saturday Night Live. I'm just giving you an example of what I'm talking about and that magnetic appeal our people have over these humans. Eddie Murphy brought life to Saturday Night Live. Everybody I was, everybody only watched Saturday Night Live for Eddie Murphy. Nobody was watching it. If Eddie Murphy wasn't on something happened, nobody was watching Saturday Night Live that week. That's why they had him in damn near every sketch. Every time he turned around, he was in damn near every sketch. You see? And so, and so when you see, when you see uh, um, when you see uh, um, and you saw in Living Color, it was like I said, that show was funny because that's a that's a talent and the capability our people have. That's a gift our people have. We magnetically attract things to us. You see, notice when we have nice cars, nice clothes, nice jewelry, it looks beautiful on our people, man. Because again, our complexion makes everything stand out. That magnetic complexion, that solar projected uh, complexion, you put nice clothes on us, a nice suit on us, the men hair cut nice and whatnot, 
that, you know, you put that on our people. Our people look like a million dollars. You put it on these humans, man, they just look regular. You put a nice suit on a human. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. You put a nice suit on a human, a nice dress on a human, some jewelry. They just look regular, man. You put it on bronze women. You put some nice dress on bronze women, on bronze men. Man, they look beautiful, man. And I'm not even being funny. I'm not even being funny. Y'all know that. You put a nice three-piece suit on a bronze man, clean shaven and whatnot, showing all of his face, not walking around looking like a damn uh, cave cave animal. Hair all over his damn face, showing his beautiful complexion. The woman showing her beautiful complexion. They hair all nice and natural. People are looking at that, man. You see? We stand out. And so, you know, when our people, our people tend to want, <coughs> want the things of this world, we are attracted to the things of this world, and it's usually our people that get the things of this world. We get these things even by hook or crook. Our people start committing crimes, doing all this other stuff to get these things because they are magnetically attracted to the things of this world. You see, when the, the humans, when they get the stuff, like I said, you can tell they don't really care about the, 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 all that nice. They don't really care about that stuff. They only, I'm going to be honest, the humans only want all the nice mansions and cars. They only want all that stuff because they saw our people with nice stuff like that. For, in other words, you know, when they saw our people, you know, basically taking a liking to material things, going back to the ancient world, Egypt and all the mother, and the palaces and, the, and all this other stuff and the societies that, the, that, the, that these humans came across, they saw that and that and that's what made them desire that whole, you know, stately material type of thing of having, you know, and then it passed on them. They had kings and castles and all this other stuff. But prior to these people was in the cave, man. So how do they go from coming out the cave to wanting these luxurious things? How do they go from coming out the cave to wanting these luxurious things? You see? They learned that from you. They learn that from you. Even coming over here into America and seeing the our people living. See, don't ever talk about that. When they came over here into America, the so-called white man who came over here into America, they seen our people living on lush, lush, uh, uh, what you call plantation. Now living in lush properties and lands and having nice houses and things like that. Because they want to make you think that oh, we was living in a, a, a mud hut somewhere. And that's a damn lie. That's a lie. If you look at that architecture, those pyramids that the Olmecs and the Aztec and the Inca them people built, you look at that. You do they look like those? Do those, do those look like people that live in mud huts and, and tents and shit? And do that look like those type of people? Do that, do that even look like them type of people? Did we even do, like we come from that kind of people? We were builders, man. Still bugging out over the stuff our people built in the ancient world. But they want to degrade you and tell you you come from some mud hut somewhere and you was running around half naked and, and everybody you 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 live like in slums or whatever the case may be. That was their that was their history. That was their history coming out the caves, going into Europe and still living in ghettos and slums and things like that and throwing and throwing and throwing feces out the window and pissing in the corner. We learned, man, that come from them, man. And our want and our desire to want material things and do that. Like I said, we was trading here in this country, man. We was trading gold. and You have people making stuff in different parts of the world, making uh, um, fine silks and things like that, making making clothes, making chairs, making all kinds of stuff, jewelry. Why people was doing all that stuff, man? And they came and saw that, and they just copied us. That's all. We didn't copy them. They copied us. You see, 
You got to know what the true power is, the real power is. You got to know what the true and real power is. The true and real power is the mental power, the trans mental power. That's the power, the power that leads to high mental capabilities. But like I said, the mass majority of these people are not going to be in alignment with that. They're not. They're going to waste their time trying to make transmission and connection because when they're praying like that, when they got their hands up, their eyes closed, like I said, it looks like a stance of a beggar, but it also looks like a stance of a person who is trying to connect to something, that's trying to connect to something on a higher level. That's what it looks like when they're trying to pray. When they're on their knees or they got their hands open, they're trying to receive something. They want some power to come into them to get the things of this three-dimensional realm. So that's really what that is. That's them connecting on a sub-mental frequency, things that magnetically attract to our people on some level. You see? You're just pulling objects to you. That's all. You're literally, your prayers are literally pulling objects to you because y'all Negroes pray hard about material things. Y'all are all about the world, man. You all about the material world. So you pray hard for material things. And like I said, you pray hard enough that magnetism that you carry within you, and what do y'all say? You, you, you um, what do you guys call them? Um, what do you guys call the uh, uh, prosperity preachers and the and the um, what's the that guy Les Brown? The um, the um, what do you call these guys? They are motivational speakers. These motivational speakers, they get you to get all hyped up and focus all your energy into getting material things. You want that nice car? You want that mansion, you want that Mercedes, that Rolls Royce, that you know, you want that Phantom, you want that nice big mansion, you want that thirty room mansion, you want uh, uh, um, you want that uh, uh, those that that hundred thousand dollar watch and that ring, you know, you want you want to be financially secure. That's what they come at you with. And of course, what do people do when they hear that that's going to be the topic, the subject of the topic? What do they come when you hear that? You know, these niggas going to flock to that. They're going to flock. To that, they're gonna flock to some uh, somebody gonna tell me how to get money so I could get cars and jewelry and clothes and all this. Somebody gonna tell me how to get some finance in my life, get me some money so I can get these material because that's the come on. They know what it is our people like, they know what so called black people like. They like materialism. Black people are the most materialistic people on the planet. It's not the so called white man, it's not him. They're the least materialistic people. They'll wear a damn pair of Converse until them shits ran over. They'll have on a pair of damn Chuck Taylors ran over, messing up their feet before they go and buy another pair. Tell me I'm wrong. They'll wear the same pair of sneakers for three years. You see? They will wear the same pair of sneakers for three years. Right? You see? They do that because they're not materialistic. They only use material as a way to control the world, man. They don't care about that stuff. They don't care about no Rolls Royce. They, they know they know how to make that stuff. They know how to give, cause, but they use it as a way. They use it as a way to control the world. That's all, that's all they use these objects for. They use them as a way to control you niggas. That's how they do that. And, and you ones who, who desire and want for these things. You see, it's no, it's no coincidence that the so-called white man is usually always the one that controls those materials. He controls those materials and whatnot because he knows that that is the way to control you. All he has to do is dangle these things in front of your face. 
All he has to do is dangle these things from your face, the, the new Mercedes this or the new uh, 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 Maserati that or this new Mercedes or the, here this jewelry or here this, these new clothes, these leather coats or these boots. Here go this leather handbag for you black female. Yeah, see, it's soft leather. It's not soft butter, soft leather. And you know you so-called black woman, you're going to get open off that. You're going to end up spending half your damn or all your damn rent money, eight nine $900,000 on a damn handbag. You see, that's what y'all going to do. You see? You see, that's what y'all going to do. They know exactly how to get at our people because they know what you desire. They know what you want. They listen to your prayers. They hear what you pray for. You see, the reverence, they, they keep you focusing on nothing. They keep you praying for nothing, material things. You see, that's what they keep you, you know, and if you pray for these things, you desire these things, and these people have control over you mentally because these are the ones who can give you these things. They're the ones who can just, you know, write you a check for a million, two million, three, three, four hundred million. That ain't no, that ain't no money to them because they know, they know that's nothing, but that's nothing, but that's just paper, man. That's just paper and objects. They basically using paper and objects to control the so-called black race and other people too, but that's what they use. That's their tools of control. But they, they see the so-called white man, he got, he got the right state of mind. He knows how to utilize three-dimensional objects, people, place, and possession. He'll use sex to, to pull you in, you know. He'll use, oh, the promise to go. Ain't they always offering you a trip to somewhere? You could win a vacation to this place. You could win a vacation to that place. You can go over here to this place, all free of charge, you see. Or you want the nice shoes, nice car, nice clothes, the possession. And people, like I said, this is what they will base their lives on. They will base their lives on chasing these things. Their lives, their whole pursuit of happiness will be based on chasing material objects. You see, they, you so-called black men in Hollywood, you'll bend over and grab your ankles for material objects. You'll prostitute yourself. You'll put on a dress for material objects. Wow. Wow. And that shit, and a lot of record dudes to all y'all. Females too. You'll sell your bodies like these males do whatever they want just so you can get some money and you can get, you know, you can have this money and this demand. So what you're really saying is these material possessions are really worth more than you. A lot of y'all, 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 y'all sit up here just like the so-called white man do. He'll sit up here and put out a, and take out an insurance policy on his whole family, kill his whole family. Now you niggas doing the same damn thing. The so-called white man, he'll take out an insurance. He done did a takeout on his whole family and wipe out his whole family for money. And now you so-called black, you, you, you'll you do the same damn thing. That's how sick you are. You see? And that's why you pray for things because the things you pray for because you're mentally ill. You pray for the things, like I said, because in your mind, your God is as mentally flawed, mentally dysfunctional as you are. Because if you say your God understands you being a whore, your God understands that you being a slut, your God don't judge you for being a whore and a slut or don't judge you men for being a bunch of bums and losers and whatnot, then you basically saying your God is as degenerate as you are. That's really what they're saying. See, my God don't judge me. My God, my God loved me and my God give me what I asked for. See that? See my that's ain't that ain't that the, ain't that the so-called black man and black woman? Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. 
Tupac, uh, 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 God, God love the thugs. I wonder if heaven got a ghetto. Now, you sure finding out, ain't you? If that's where you supposed to be. You see, that, that's their mindset. Their mindset is all screwed up, man. See, because they don't want or, or know how to connect to the higher things. Even in my description of what the higher things really are, these mental powers, they, they they look at that like, I don't want that shit. I don't want that. I had a guy on my job years ago I used to work. I asked this guy, I never, 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 never will forget this. This is a so-called black man I work with, a bronze man I work with. I asked him, I said to him, I said, if you had a choice where you can have all the money you want or all the power you have, like a superhero physically and things like that, I said, no, I asked him, I said, if you if you had a chance to have all this um, superpower, like a Superman or something like that, or had this real power like that. I said, "What would you do with it?" He said, "I wouldn't want it." He said, "I wouldn't want it," and he was serious. He said, "Because there's too much responsibility." That's black people in a nutshell. That's black people in a nutshell. You wouldn't want that telepathic power, that mental power, because that's not real to niggas. What's real to niggas is that that that, that Mercedes Benz. That gold chain, those those gold chain, those those uh those leather coats, you know what I'm saying? That's what's real to black people. That's their mentality. Things that were created and can be destroyed. That's real to them. This is what they pray for. You see, this is what this is this is the most high, this is what their most high God got to offer them. Things that the so-called white man got openly free to him. So I'm like, is that really a step up? If the so-called white man got all these material things so easily and freely, I'm like, why am I praying for this? If he went out here and got all this stuff, and he ain't, you know he don't believe in nothing. He don't believe in no God. He ain't praying to no God. You see, you see they track record. They don't believe in no higher power. You see, they believe in their unification. That's what they believe in. That's where their power comes from, their unification. That's who they truly believe in. See, when they get in, they go to church on Sunday, they're not going for God. They're going so they could get together as a community and congregate and talk about what's going on for the week and whatnot. That's really what they go to church for. They don't go to church for no God. That's, all that's just a bunch of put on. They don't believe in nothing higher. Everything here and what they're doing, this is the highest they're going to get. You see? They sell you so-called black people on oh, going to some place where it's clouds in the sky and, you know, you're going to get nice clothes and jewelry and cars and all this other, so you don't get none of this stuff here. You can't have it here. You can have it in the next world. That's the mentality y'all on. You see? That's the mentality you on. That's why y'all are destroyed as a people, because of the things you want, the things you desire, the things that you put on a pedestal. You put idle things on a pedestal and you worship idle things. This is really what idol worship is. Idol worship is the worship of things within the three-dimensional realm, people, place, and possession. That's idol worship. That's idol worship, the worship of things in the three-dimensional realm, people, place, and possession. And see, when you worship those things, you fall under that mental submission. You fall under the mental submission of these things. You fall under that sub-transmission like everybody else. You fall under that mindset of, oh, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. Oh, ain't, you know, you, oh, no, I can't do it. My God. Listen, man, you guys will have crosses on. You niggas will have crosses on to 
claiming to believe in God, but then still go and bend over and grab your ankles in Hollywood and claim to believe in God, which I already know the God y'all really believe in, but whatever. It ain't, and it ain't Christ. Christ is just a cleaned up version of what y'all claim, to, which y'all really believe in, you see, what you really follow. You see, but the, hey, whatever, do your thing. But you need to know that prayer is just submental magnetism. That's all prayer is. Say that after me. Prayer is submental magnetism of three-dimensional things. That's all prayer is. Submental magnetism of three-dimensional things. People, place, and possession. That's all it is. It ain't hard to attract if that's what you really, 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 really want. Keep doing, you do something, how how it works. You do anything long enough, you're eventually going to get, you know, you keep digging for gold long enough, you're going to eventually strike. Oh, at one point, something, you're going, you're going to get something, a little something. So if you keep praying for the same thing over and over and over and over again, then eventually you're going to probably get it. But I wouldn't take that as no big, big um, accomplishment. Not when I know what the real power is. We'll be right back.
It is an insult, an insult to yourself, to your higher mind, if you do possess one, to ask for material and small and petty things, man, and put these things on the pedestal. That's an insult, man. To be materialistic in a three-dimensional realm, to be stuck in materialism, is sick on so many levels, man. It's like a betrayal to your higher mind, your higher mental state. It is a betrayal. Because what you should be focusing on is the extension of your mind into these upper dimensions, into these higher mental capabilities. That should be the ultimate goal. But you see, the only, only the elect are going to see that. They're only going to see it that way. The people who are the rejects, they're going to be worrying about, oh, the money this, the money that, the money this. And you know, like I said, I had to bring this up again as an example of what I'm talking about. When we charge dues here in the Republican mental like that's also meant to be a test. That's meant to be a test of the people who have an issue with paying and supporting this message of 144. That's what it's meant to be. The people who said, oh, uh, I got to pay to be in here. You know, where my money going? What's, where, where, where? To the white man. It all would go to him. All our money's going to the white man. And it'll get trickled back down to us and go back to him. We playing, we, we, we passing money back and forth, man. If that's what you're worrying about. It ain't going to Mars or Jupiter. It ain't going to the planet Venus. It's going back and forth between us and the white man and whoever else we pass it off to. That make you feel better? You shouldn't even care about it like that. You shouldn't even think about it like that. The community is the power. The community is important, not the money. The money can always come. You're going to have money. If you've got a community of people together, you're going to get money. Money's going to come through the community. You can't have a collective group of people together and money's not there. That's not even real. So if you so-called black people don't have any money, you don't have these material possessions, if you constantly got to go to the Caucasians and ask them for reparations and money or whatever the case may be, then that proves that you're really not a community. That right there proves that you're really not a black community at all. There's no such thing as a black community. Because if there really was a such thing as a black community, y'all wouldn't have to be looking outside for resources or finances anywhere. You wouldn't have to go to no banks. You wouldn't have to go to no banks. You wouldn't have to go to no mortgage or loan companies. See, you got to do that because y'all ain't got no community. See, you got to have, you got this desire of one of these things because you have no community. You worship these material possessions and look at them as uh, uh, objects to be worshipped rather than tools to be utilized. You look at them as objects to be worshipped rather than tools to be utilized. That's how you're supposed to view money and all things in the three-dimensional realm, as, uh, as tools to be utilized, not as objects to be worshipped. You see, but when you're in that submental, submissive, subtransmissive mindset in that brain state, where you're moving off of the frequency and the vibration of other people who lust for and desire these things, then, of course, you're going to pick it up. If you're on that low frequency mentally, you're going to pick that up, too. You're going to be finding yourself on your knees praying to your so-called God to deliver you a bunch of things that people get every day who don't believe in your gods, you see, who don't believe in your Jesus. They get these things every day. You think the white man believes in any of that stuff? And he gets this stuff every day. The elites, they got this. That ain't nothing to them, you see. But it's everything they are. That's how they use it as a tool against you. 
if y'all was a real community, these things, you're supposed to have these things. Everybody's supposed to be doing good in the community or right, be able to get help in the community. Y'all, should, Like I said, y'all needed loans. You're supposed to be able to loan yourselves money. If you wanted to buy buildings and property, y'all supposed to be able to do that collectively as a group. But that proves there's no community. That proves it. Nobody's supposed to be coming into your community to make no money but y'all. But y'all don't think like that. You think like black people. And black people are materialistic people because black people love shine because in their mind let me show you the, let me show you the mindset of black people black people think they are dark and dingy and dirty and low level like basically what the white man told you you dark and dingy and low level and degenerate and whatever he told you you lower than the low you beneath everybody you under their shoe you're nothing right you the scum of the earth you're shit that's what they basically told you you're black shit and Basically, you know, you, you know, if you if you acquire these these things that the white man has to sell to you, jewelry, clothes, uh, 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 cars, and all this other stuff, then you can shine. You can shine. See, you can get out of that black, dingy, uh, 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 dusty nigga state that you in. You see, and you can shine. You can get you get a new suit, some cars, clothes, jewelry. Then that'll that, then you see. Then you'll be buying self esteem. Then you're buying self-esteem. You see, they make you think that by having these things that you it's going to have give you some form of self-esteem. That's what they do. You really see that as prosperity or really prospering. That's not prosperity. You're not prospering. You're not prospering. You see, you're not prospering because, as I said, in that mindset. In that stage, like I said, when you sit up here and you want to look to these people for these things and whatnot, like I said, you begin to worship these things and thus worship the people who can give you access to these things. They become your gods. That's why you niggas go around here tattooing George Washington, dollar bills on your back and on your arm. You niggas worship the beast, man. These things, are when you got up here, when you're on your knees praying to your god. For these things, you really pray into the beast, man. Because that's the one who ultimately gives it to you. That's the one who ultimately gives it to you. That's really who y'all praying to. I'm gonna just keep it real. Well, who they really praying to? Who they really praying to? They praying to the white man. They praying to the white man to cut loose some of that money, cut loose some of that reparation money, just so they can give it right back to them. That's really what they praying for. That's what they praying for. They praying for him to cut it loose. They can give it right back to them on jewelry, cars, clothes, or whatever else. You see? That's it. So if that's, again, if that's not your mentality, if that's not your mindset, then guess what? Guess what? You're always going to be beneath these people. You're always going to be beneath these people. You see, that's why I said you can't trust none of these pro-blacks or nothing like that because the pro-blacks is pro-you begging white people for everything. Because really that's the same thing as begging God Begging the white man for reparations Is the same thing as praying for prosperity And things like that Tell me I'm wrong Please tell me I'm wrong When they when you sitting up there asking the white man for reparations The government The Caucasian government Whatever is set up here When you sitting up here asking them for reparations You know you're basically praying To God To, to your idea of what God is you're basically praying to God, the white man, 
to give you some of your creature comforts. Can you please give me some money so I can give back to you on some cars and some clothes and some jewelry? Do you see the insanity in this? This is really what they're praying to. This is who they're praying to. Same way they pray to, the, to their God is the same way they act. They beg the white man for some reparation, some Section 8, some welfare, some, you know, whatever, some relief. That's the same mindset. He is their God. Exactly. He is their God. He is their Lord. These niggas still got a white Jesus. So what that tell you? The rappers got white Jesus hanging off their neck. What that tell you? Who their God is? The so-called black church ain't took down the picture of white Jesus. What that tell you about who their God really is? That's how backwards our people have become. That's how backwards black people are. You see? Because all the things that you want in this three-dimensional realm, all the physical things you want in this three-dimensional realm, you can get as a community, as a collective community. The same way the Jews do, the same way the Italians do, the same way the Irish, the same way everybody else damn do. The white Anglo-Saxon the wasp, the same way they do. They ain't going around. Are they going around asking other people for fucking reparations? Raw and uncut. Are they going around asking everybody, anybody for reparations? Oh, see, they ain't got. They got all the money. Y'all would have all the money too if y'all pulled your money together. You'd have money too if you pulled your money together and stopped begging. Because it is begging if you're not gonna. If these people are not gonna give it to you, it's begging. Because you, Tariq Nishia, to get on you, you had to say, you go and say, it ain't begging, they owe that to us. It ain't begging, they owe us for our labor in this nation. Well, they ain't giving it to you. So if you're going to keep asking for it and you can see these people ain't, gonna, ain't got no intention of giving you nothing, then what does it become other than begging? What does it become other than begging? I'm not going to sit up here and be asking you over and over and over again, knowing you're going to keep telling me no. That becomes begging. You can try and spin it 50 different ways. It's begging. It's praying. Tell me, it's, tell me any, tell me it's different. Begging, praying, it's all the same thing. It's the same thing. That whole asking the white man for justice and freedom and justice and reparations and all this other BS, that's the same thing as you getting on your knees and begging Jesus to help you and get that's the same mindset. Or you getting on your knees and begging some God that they told you gotta get on your knees and pray to. It's the same mentality. It's the same energy. It is the same sub mental, sub transmissive energy. Keep you in submission. Got you on your knees. Got you with your eyes closed. Who the hell told you you had to pray like that? Who the hell told you you had to pray? Who told you that? Who told you that? They did. They did. That's that coon sambo spirit on a lot of our people, man. That prayer spirit. That prayer spirit. The hell you praying for? What you should be looking forward to and what you should be connecting to is your higher mental capabilities. That's what you should be doing. That's what you should be doing. You see, and this is a test of will because, you know, even in your so-called family, your so-called family won't even help you if you're going through hard times financially. See, a lot of times when you go through things and you're deprived of things, it's meant to teach you a lesson. When you're deprived of things, it lets you know who's really in your corner and who's not. See, a lot of times we got to be deprived of things. We got to go through hard times to let us know who's really in our corner and who's not. You see? That's why you got to go through that. 
So all that prayer and all that stuff, like I said, you, you, you like I said, it's, I, I actually, you know, for lack of a better word, it's actually a blessing when you go through hard times. It's actually a blessing because, see, it's easy to have people around you when times is good. But when times is hard, you see who really, who really for you, who's really down for you. That's where you really get to see it. That's where you get to see it. And you should be happier for those times because, see, you could get back up again. You could fall down and get right back up again. But next time when you get up, don't get up with the same people. Don't get up with the same people. Don't get up thinking that the same people, oh, those my people. Yeah, the people you couldn't find when you was down on your luck, when you was hard up, when you was grinding. Same people you couldn't find. See, you need to go through that. You see, it helps you get rid of unnecessary people, places, and possessions, things in your life. They're just going to hold you back. That's what it does. That's what it does. But a lot of y'all don't want to go through it. I went through it. Everybody should go through it at least once in their life, struggling, trying to get things going, sacrificing. You should all go through that. You see, people eat, People so quickly want relief. Like I said, relief comes over time. Relief comes with work that you put in, man. That's where the relief comes in at, man. The relief don't come from, oh, I want to pray on it, and I hope I could get this, and I want to pray. Nah, man. Nah. But like I said, when you got people who, who live a life of begging, who live a life of being on their knees begging, because, again, even getting on, even the act of having to get on your knees, even the act of having to get on your knees is some sick, twisted, demonic crap from somebody who loves to give off on seeing people begging. Because that's only the mindset of somebody who wants to see you on your knees begging. Is that not begging you on your knees with your hands? You begging and pleading. That's what your prayer is, begging and pleading. And therefore, your transmission is null and void in the upper dimensions. Because, like I said, in the upper dimensions, people, place, and possession don't register as what they are here in this, in this level. You see, it's not they don't register as the same thing. It takes on a whole nother meaning, a whole nother transmission when these things are focused on in the fourth dimension. Well, I'm not even going to say they focused on they're not even focused on. What's focused on in the fourth dimension is mental power. That's what's focused on. These things are nothing but tools on, to get you on your way, things to help you along. You see, they're not to be worshipped. They're not to be chased after or lusted after. They're not for that. You see, our people want comfort too damn much, man. We want to be comfortable too damn much. And, again, I'm not saying that, of course, you're going to want comfort as time go on. You work. You, you got to work for comfort, man. You got to work toward comfort. You got to put in that work to be comfortable. You see? You got to put in that work. Our people want comfort. You niggas start a business. Oh, if the business ain't turning over after two years, three years, five years, even seven or eight, nine years, you niggas ready to throw it all away because, oh, I ain't making money enough. I can't ball out. I can't get that. But you might have a good idea. You might be able to build a legacy off of that, build for your family, keep eating. You want a family business. You niggas will throw it in the toilet if it ain't making money after one or two years. It'll be a good idea. But y'all are not the ones to execute it. That's why the so-called white man know that y'all are short-term thinkers. He knows y'all are short-term thinkers. He knows that you're not people of the long. You're not people of the long-range thought. You're not long-range thinkers. They know that. 
That's why they could come along and buy a few Negroes publishing, right? Like how you used to do in the music, but they come and buy and they just basically cheat you niggas out of your publishing, right? Get you to sign the way, give you $300, get you to sign the way your publishing rights and music. To, oh, well, I want a car. I want a house. Uh, well, this, these publishing rights, I mean, this ain't nothing but some pieces of paper. Next thing you know, five, ten years from now, whatever, not even that long, and for a lifetime, just the so-called white man and his family eating off your family forever, or you so-called black men that do that. They ain't cheating nobody. They're just looking at people who are short-term thinkers. They have no patience. Exactly, no patience whatsoever. Black people have no patience, and they do not have the persistence and the foresight to see that community is what's needed in order for our people to attain what we need in this world. And what we need is power, mental power. Let me take a call. Two one five, you're on the air. How you doing, Nubis? I um I just wanted to tie in a quick point I thought about. It was from an older broadcast when you was talking about Rick Ross and it made me think about like how Rick Ross and he got these tattoos of like Abraham Lincoln, Benjamin Franklin, like it's like you got you got these old slave master white men tatted on your body what, because it's supposed to resemble money, but then it's like, what do, what do you, what type of pedestals you putting these, these, these Caucasian males on? They're tatted on your your flesh and body to show that you worshiping money, like all type of weirdness. But it's just like the fact of how it's people that look at people like Rick Ross, like, oh, he got money, like, but that whole concept of putting that money and 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 worshiping material things, and it's like. None of that ain't even mean anything, but how the beast controls those people to do that and then, you know, mislead, you know, the mass mass majority of black people. Well, like I said, like a sister said in my chat, Rick Ross is basically letting you know who he belongs to. These niggas are slaves, mm-hmm. man. They're nothing but modern-day slaves. Rick Ross is just letting you know the basketball players, the football players, they letting you know who they belong to and who they trust in and who their God really is. You see, that's what you're seeing here. When you see them doing that, they're letting you know who their God is. When you see bro polite, when he was praying to money, he's showing you who, who he really worships. And I'm not taking no shots at him and all these people that worship money. That's fine. That's the lane they're on. That's fine. I look to something higher. We look to something much greater, something real. See, that's not even real, man. Because anybody can create money out of anything. Hell, a white man create money out of thin air. He'll tell you, he'll call it credit and tell you it's in the computer and he'll create money out of thin air. That's not even real money. That's just credit. I remember. I remember. I was listening to a Rick Ross. Well, I wouldn't listen to his. One of his songs came on, and some some nigga was listening to it. But the song comes on, and it starts off with Rick Ross calling up the bank, and the bank is telling Rick Ross. It's the automated thing telling Rick Ross he got like ninety million dollars, ninety eight million dollars in the bank. I know what you're and talking whatnot. about. And mm-hmm. I get you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, on his one of his albums, Mastermind. Yeah, 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 yeah. The white man, the computer computer generated voice that the white man put, told Rick Ross he got ninety eight million dollars in the bank. That same white man can hit a button and Rick Ross got zero dollars in the bank. But that's what they exactly. worship. Exactly. That's what they worship. And to add to that point, is is the place where ain't it like every day though like it's like one of them uh, Federal Reserves that burn like all the money at the end of the day or something like that. It's just paper, like at the end of the day. I forgot what happened yeah. when they burned the money. Where yeah, they take it out of they they call that taking it out of circulation. That's called taking money yeah. out of circulation. 
because they because if you don't take it out of circulation, then you have an influx of money, and then that causes inflation. See, when people that's why they had to track down and you know the um they had to do the um when they had to track down uh, um the guys who were counterfeiting the FBI and the Treasury. That's what they were really form, formed for to track down counterfeiters. People were counterfeiting money because when you have an influx of counterfeit money in the uh, uh, in um in the um system like that, then it creates an inflation. And that means there's too many people with money. That's really what inflation means. It's just too many people with money that can afford stuff. See, this this society has to work off people that got money and people have and have not, basically. It has to work that right. way. And reason why it has to work that way, and I'm going to show you something on a higher level. We know why black people have nothing. You know why? Why they have to be kept with nothing. And I'm, I'm going to say it just like this, and I don't care who don't like it. Black people have to be kept without anything because if black people had the um, the financial access all collectively at one time to have anything, then the material resources of this country would be gone because black people are going to take that money in the mental state they're in, the sub-mental state they're in, and they're going to buy every car they can get their hands on, every piece of jewelry, everything. They're going to deplete the resources because they will keep buying out supermarkets. They will keep doing stuff, basically consuming, you see. They will keep consuming, like the like the like the rage of a fire. They will just keep consuming. They won't put anything back. They won't manufacture. They will just consume and consume and consume. And the consumer rate or the consume the rate of consumption is set at a certain level. Everything is set at a certain level. Like for example, they're gonna only make but so many purses or so many shoes or of certain types every year. And then they're going to stop making it until they decide to redo it again. The reason being is because they don't want to use out the resources of people constantly buying it. So they'll make up a limited amount, and then they'll chill out, and then they'll come with something else, and they'll chill like that. You follow what I'm saying? Right. No, I get you. And that and that also goes to the point where you say, uh, like, I think you gave an example before. Like, if somebody won the lottery, saved a million dollars or whatever, and the, and the only thing you can think of is to buy things, like, that's the only thing you can think of to do with the money. It's just be a consumer and buy stuff. Instead of using that as a tool to do things, the only thing that, you know, if it was a black person, the only thing they can think of is only me buy something. And then now you, 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 you out of that money and it's like, what did you accomplish? You, you didn't you didn't accomplish anything. Exactly. That's the money. See, white people, and I'm going to just say it like this, and it might sound messed up, but it's the truth. It's right that white people and other races of people have more money than black people because they're not as materialistic as black people. You follow what I'm saying? Right. They're not going to. They're not. In other words, they're not going to deplete the resource. Niggas will deplete the resource. I don't care who don't like it. All them people out here talking about, oh, give black people reparations. Do you know what niggas will do with reparation money? You already know what they're going to do with it. You already know. You see, you seen it with the uh, with the stimulus checks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This economy can't take. Listen, this economy can't take all that consumption at one time. This economy could not take all of that consumption at one time. That's like putting all the pressure in one space. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to collapse. Mhm. You see. Definitely. So. But, okay, you know, cool. black Thanks, people, but most of the black people, they don't understand that, though. They'll get mad when they hear this, but whatever. All right, thanks for calling, right. bro. Uh-huh. All right. Take care. 
All right, we're going to play a little bit of music. All right? Because like I said, man, I deal with reality. Man. I don't deal with fantasy. I deal with reality, man. You know, we'll be right back. Take me in the chain. 
One more time, I want to give the drummer some of this funky soul we got here. You don't have to do no soloing, brother. Just keep what you got. Don't turn it loose. Because it's a mother. When I count to four, I want everybody to lay out and let the drummer go. And when I count to four, I want you to come back in. <laughs> it's in my collar. I got the holler. I said it's in my feet. Feels so sweet. It's in my shape. Good God. About to wake me to death. It's in my shape. You're about to wake me to death. It's in my shape. I walk the floor. I want to walk the floor. One, two, three, four. Get it.
always keep in mind that these people who try to pass themselves off as holier than thou, holy roller, righteous people that stay prayed up. You know, this is that was the phrase of the so-called black woman back in the days. I stay prayed up at night. I don't know if she still said silly nonsense. Oh, yeah, I stay prayed up. I'm just so Mary J. Blige, I stay prayed up. You stay prayed up for what? For a blonde wig on your head? You see, these people, like I said, man, that's just to go to show you the things they want in this world are just materialistic, man. They'll do anything for it. So they show you, like I said, they say one thing, but it always means something else. They pray for the things of this world, man. They worship the things of this world. You know, and like I said, there's a lot of nice things in the world. But it's like anything. The man who gets all the women is the man who don't chase the women. You see, he just radiates out who he is magnetically, who he is as a man, and women are going to be naturally attracted to him, right or wrong. Same thing with a woman. She ain't got to go ahead. A good-looking woman, a nice-looking woman who keep herself that she ain't even got to be the best-looking woman. If she keep herself together, her attitude, her personality, and things like that, all the men are going to be attracted to her. They're going to be magnetically attracted to her. Same way the man, the, uh, men go, the man keep himself together, keep himself cleaned up and hair cutting, his, you know, so keeping himself together and he about something, he's going to have women attracting him like it ain't nothing. So he don't have to chase women. So that being said, if you carry yourself on a higher level, if the focus is not the material thing, you're looking on something higher than that, and you're not studying all the physical, you know, things of the world and, you know, you just do what you got to do, you handle your business, then you eventually get those things. You go, oh, I like that nice car. I like that nice watch. Yeah, I, I want to get something like that. But you ain't tripping over it. You ain't over here praying on it, begging for it, all that silly stuff. You ain't doing all that. See, because you know that these things come and go. They're fleeting. You know, I, like, I wouldn't mind having that. Hmm? Or even if you say, I want to make a lot of money. Even if you say, oh, I want to start a business. Because the people who make a lot of money are not the people who are really chasing money. They're those people that really make a lot of money ongoing is the people that start businesses and the businesses are not driven by the money. It's driven by the man or the woman's passion to keep that business going. That's what eventually generates money over the long term. The person's passion, the work and the energy that goes into it. Not the the want and the desire of consumption or material possession. That's what, you know, creates impatience amongst the people and that's what you end up you know, saying, oh, the hell with this, you crash the business, oh, it ain't making no money, you know, I'm struggling. So you really didn't have a passion for that. See, the passion to have a business and things for your family, for your legacy, for the future of your family, that's really on a higher level mentally. It's not fourth dimensional, but it's somewhere coming toward that. That's in alignment with things fourth dimensional. When you are doing something for the future, for the legacy of your family, but, you know, like I said, y'all, you so-called black people, y'all sell your legacy for, for pennies on the dollar, man. You sell your legacy, you sell your, your homes that your family might have spent 20, 30 years paying a damn mortgage off for. You sell it like it ain't nothing. You just lose it because you didn't have to pay for it, you see. So it's just nothing but a money, y'all. I'm going to just go ahead and sell this and get the money. And then you go and pit, you just go just throw the money away on nonsense. Then you got to go live in a damn apartment somewhere. You went from having a house. That probably had no mortgage. You paid the mortgage, everything. Well, you got to just pay the property tax, and you get behind in that. You see, because you didn't have to work for that. 
that's usually the mindset of a people who pray. See, when you pray for stuff and you don't have to work for it, nothing work for it or work on something on a higher level, then you don't really appreciate nothing. The people that got the stuff from their prayers and all that, my prayer has been answered. Some people don't really appreciate nothing, man. You appreciate that which you work for. Praying, getting on your knees didn't, didn't require no work. Yeah. Getting on your knees and praying didn't require no work. Now, maybe if you're in Hollywood and getting on your knees and it requires some work, but and you praying to your God, you know, that requires some work, but that's a different kind of on your knees and work. But, like I said, these people have not worked for anything. They don't appreciate anything. So, like I said, it's nothing for them to whore themselves, whore themselves for material possessions. It's nothing for them. You see? It's nothing for them. Because they, they really like the fact that they whore themselves to their God, who is the so-called white man. He's their God. He's the one who can give them these things and make them feel whole in their mind, make them feel accepted, make them feel accomplished, take them from that black state of mind, that low level. You know how these niggas say when they, yeah, you know, I come from the bottom, I come from the garbage, I come from the, I come from the gutter, and now look what I got. I, you ever heard these niggas say that? Rap niggas, these football, these athletes, black males always say, I come from the gutter and I come from nothing. Look what I got now. You got a bunch of shit. That is rented, paid, rented, leased, and even if you own it, it ain't worth nothing once you bought it, drove it off the lot, all that, or once you got the jewelry. It ain't worth nothing. You just got a bunch of material possession. All you did was take a low-minded, low-level person with a low mentality and move them into bigger surroundings. That don't change the person. That don't change you. You still the same gutter nigga that you sit up here claiming you, oh, I came from that. No, you didn't come from that. You just moved someplace else. Right? You just moved someplace else. You took the same mentality with you. You ever see niggas when they have money and you could tell they don't come from nothing and you, and they show it all the time that they don't come from that they ain't used to having nothing. They show you they ain't used to having nothing. You see? They show you they ain't not used to having nothing. You know, they get a new car and whatnot. They want to wash it a thousand damn times. They get the new Mercedes or BMW. They want to wash it a thousand times. They want to be taking pictures with it. You know, you bump into it. They ready to pull out a gun and shoot you, have a heart attack. You step on a new pair of sneakers these niggas got. They ready to kill you. You know, stuff like that. that that's their mentality. That's their mentality. They ready to take another person's life for bumping into their car or stepping on their shoe or whatnot. It could be an accident and whatnot. They ready to hurt somebody over that. This is the mentality, and then you so-called black people want to claim that white supremacy is what destroyed you. No, white supremacy didn't destroy black people. Black degeneracy did. White supremacy did not destroy black people. Black degeneracy did. And how? what was black degeneracy? Oh, we don't need no community. We don't need to come together. We don't need no leader. I'm my own God. I do what I want to do. That's what, called, that's what destroyed you. That's what broke you up into tribes. That's what made you, uh, broke, the, broke the unity and created individualism. And so then other people was coming in who was unified and took hold of you and systematically put you in bondage. You did that. But we'll get into that another time. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What does it really mean when you pray for something and, and, and it comes true and you get it? Basically, that you've attached 
to this submental transmission that everybody pretty much is on in this frequency and this transmission of the three-dimensional realm. Everybody's on the materialistic uh, mindset within this three-dimensional realm. They're just not as materialistic as you so-called black people. But like I said, there ain't nobody more materialistic than black people. You see, nobody's more materialistic. And so you pray for things like this, and they pray for And like I said, this is what's going on in the world. People want material things. So they're going to magnetically attract it at some point. That's submental. Right? Why do people pray? Because they want something. They're begging for something. They want something that they feel is out of their reach. So they pray, and they want it to come to them. They want it to uh, uh, magnetically come to them. They want it to magnetically come to them. What is prayer? Prayer is begging. Prayer is begging, pleading. You see, that's all prayer is. Do the prayers have power? No. But the frequency that you cast out constantly and focus on these things, that's the power. Your constant uh, um, want for these things creates a synergy that eventually, if you do something over time, like like anything, you keep if you keep throwing a basketball toward a hoop and you keep missing, the more and more you keep throwing that basketball toward that hoop, you're gonna eventually sink a basket, and you're gonna keep and you'll eventually sink baskets. That's the same thing with this prayer. You pray for something long enough, you're gonna get what you want eventually, on some level. But like you said, you gotta be careful what you ask for. You might regret pr- praying and asking for that. What are uh, we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be transmitting on a higher level. I'm talking about the elect. The rest of you so-called black people, y'all keep on praying. Man. I ain't talking to y'all, man. We only talking to the elect, man. That's it. We in the time of the elect, and that's it. We're going to close on the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen, we trust, and Amen, we thank, and Amen, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Niba Minkari. This has been Mental Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.